This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. So the Dolphins were kind of in a weird situation last year, right? Where you had Tyree Kill, uh, an absolute volume monster, and then you had Jalen Waddle right there too. Um, but Josh, I was a little surprised to see how they struggled to get someone like Braxton Berrios involved. They struggled to get, uh, they struggled to have a tight end. We'll just say that they targeted the tight ends, I think, fifty-four times throughout the entire year. Uh, Durham Smythe, I think, had forty-six of those. Julian Hill, maybe like nine of those times, um, and. The entire impression we have about this Dolphins offense is they need another weapon. They need another weapon. Keep helping out Tua with getting him more weapons. But, I mean, Josh, I mean, think back to the last two years. And I go back to that Baltimore Ravens game two years ago, right, at week three, that, that excellent week two, sorry, one of the two. Um, and it was just kind of sitting here in awe, like, wow, like Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle combined for th- – 23 receptions on like 27 targets. How can this efficiency continue? How can this volume stay so pat? Considering that and considering how, I don't want to say unlikely and Tua can do it. He's done it. But considering how this offense doesn't really shift into a third gear with that third player, do you think that a wide receiver would be that best option to improve this Miami Dolphins offense? Like that is what they need is that big body. Cause it sounds like a lot of fun to say, but is there any proof in that pudding? Yeah, I don't know that there is. And I mean, it definitely sounds fun to say. I think we all kind of suggested that Mike Gesicki could be that big body slot wide receiver right. when he was here, you know, right? Cedric Wilson's a little taller than some of these other guys. And uh, I mean, I think I've written down 296 yards, three touchdowns this season. So, I mean, when you have him only less than 300 yards, Barrios, 238 yards and a touchdown. I mean, um, you definitely need someone to step up. So I can sit here and say that the next year could be bringing in a, a big body tight end, you know, like that a Dalton Kincaid or something like that, or bringing in a, a guy like Brian Thomas. But um, as I think you want to talk about, Jake, there's some uh, players on this roster that we could definitely be targeting more in the passing game and could open things up with that speed that they have. So that's that's kind of where I'm sitting because, I mean, Miami targeted tight ends, I pulled up my notes here, 52 times last year. The Broncos were second to last at 62 times. Uh, something that I thought was pretty surprising is that uh, Miami's offense actually targeted running backs the fifth most among all teams last year. That's with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle being your guys. So the Dolphins were looking for answers. Uh, something that I thought was super interesting, Devon Achan was targeted 3.4 times per game when he got going. I think there was that game, the Titans game, he was targeted 10 times. I'm curious to think if maybe Miami's 
final gear here could be that running back position. The one thing we continue to preach but not practice is the idea that the Dolphins have zero money to work with. No monies. No monies to work with this offseason. They're going to need to find these solutions elsewhere. We can't pay Cedric Wilson another $7 million to do nothing. I don't know if they can pay Braxton Berrios another six mil to have one reception a game to get hit stick, so do three backflips in the air and still get the first down, but that's not a smart way of using money. I, I wonder if you look at a situation where Elvin Kamara last year was targeted an insane 6.6 times per game last year, targeted 14 twice, which helped my fantasy team quite a bit. I'm not saying they have to go that crazy with HN. You have an absolute stud 1A and 1B and Hill and Waddle, unless you trade Waddle. But what about averaging four targets a game to Devon Achan? I think that might be a solid, you know, third option for this offense. There were 15 running backs last year that averaged four targets a game. Uh, McCaffrey, Eckler, obviously, uh, Brees Hall. But, I mean, even guys like Rashad White, Ramondre Stevenson had four targets per game. So as we get closer to the, um, you know, free agency in the draft, what are your thoughts on maybe kind of leaning into this running back group? Because – one number that sticks out to me and kind of pops out of my eyes, Raheem Mostert was targeted just about two times per game last year. Early in the year, we saw him have some really strong moves on some just dump-off passes against the Broncos, situations like that. But by the end of the year, man, he wasn't doing a lot in the passing game whatsoever, which kind of came to a surprise for me. Yeah, I mean, when you were saying 1A and 1B with Waddle and uh, Hill, the first thing I thought you were talking about was our running back, you know, right? Because that's kind of what we have with Devon Achan and Raheem Mostert. I, I was really surprised when you said the fifth most uh, targets among wide receivers in the NFL because that's a that's running a little bit running backs yes yeah, sorry but um for me I think you lean on HN more I mean 27 to 37 targets 197 yards three touchdowns again that three touchdowns was just as much as uh Cedric Wilson had in the passing game same as Raheem Mostert my question is how is he divvying up these touches right because well late in the season Jeff Wilson seemed to be that guy that was always getting the path the the targets in the passing game and that to me I would much rather see go to an HN or a Mostert and things like that and another guy we got throughout there Alec Ingold I mean that's a guy that we talked about time and time again now he needs to get more involved I think he's technically a running back right can we not talk about him in this 13 to 16 targets 119 yards I mean you're looking at these guys they could have more production than that they have that speed the explosiveness um and the willingness so I do think you rely on these running backs a lot more, but um, they definitely need to bring in a tight end. I mean, we thought that that was the the cheat code for a Mike McDaniel offense. And it turns out he's just like, ah, eh, whatever. We don't need to, we need Durham Smythe. And that's all we need. Uh, Julian Hill, right? Julian Hill looks solid. So um, yeah, man, I think we lean on these running backs a lot more in the passing game. And um, hopefully they can use that speed to open things up for the other guys. Cause that's going to be the way for the Dolphins to take this thing to the next level. Devon Achan averaged uh, 3.4 targets per game. Raheem Mostert at 2.1 targets per game. There's someone that I actually completely forgot actually played a decently big role in the, the receiving game. Do you have any guesses here? Their Ahmed? Name? Yes, Sal- Salvin Ahmed. I do have right. 2.6 targets a game. I cannot believe, like, we spent so long talking about, eh, this guy's not really going to make the roster. But, man, like, Raheem Mostert wasn't really involved in the passing game. Jeff Wilson wasn't involved in the passing game. How did have we completely forgotten that Salvan Ahmed Bless his heart. He He's really worked his ass off to be in the NFL. Undrafted guy. He doesn't have all the all the skills, but, I mean, he was a pretty solid part of this offense. And, I mean, he had some pretty big runs on the outside. Kind of reminded me, like, what Justice Hill was doing with the Dolphins as a member of the Baltimore Ravens. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, I was looking up these numbers, and I honestly forgot about Sal Nachmed as well. I think he might be a free agent this year. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully, he's a guy that you'd like to have back, right, on a cheap, cheap deal to just oh, yeah. be, a, like like you mentioned, a pass catcher, 16-23 targets, 88 yards, a touchdown. I mean, he did make some plays last season. So, Mostert. yeah, I was definitely yeah. definitely surprised by him. Yeah, so, dude, <laughs> did you say to tackle him Mostert? Yeah, I, I wanted to call him Moster 1.5 to stick with the joke, but I don't know if that, but just kind of someone who's going to stick around. He fits with the system so well. The Dolphins can't really play around it. And I don't even know if you can like with a smile on your face draft, even like a running back in the sixth or seventh round, just because of how limited this team is with having the fewest players on the, uh, on the books for the 2024 season at the moment. You have Jeff Wilson under contract. That's going to be a tough one. You have Raheem Mostert under contract. The guy just led the league in touchdowns. I don't think that contract's being touched whatsoever. He might probably should ask for more money. Very tough being a running back. Um, and then you got Devon Achan on that rookie deal. Bringing in someone like Salvan Ahmed on that cheap, cheap might be the best option. And then you have a couple guys, Ahmed and Achan, where you can kind of work in and out as that number three option. I'm not saying that a can be, or even 
Ahmed can be in a consistent number three option, but just having that role in place where if somebody gets hurt, if an opportunity rises, it's not like, oh God, what are we going to do? And then we're going to have, we're just going to pray that Cedric Wilson throws or runs the way that two is throwing the ball. So Dolphins Twitter doesn't start World War III. Outside of that, we might be doomed. Yeah, and I got, we got to throw Chris Brooks' name out there, right? Isn't he still – I think yeah, he's still part of this. I know he didn't really do much in the past game and things like that, but he is a guy that, you know, we were pretty hyped about as an undrafted free agent. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued right now because I know a lot of people were sitting there comparing Devon H. and some of his skill set and how Tyreek Hill was a running back in college, right, made the switch to receiver. And I'm just picturing Devon H. and, you know, motion out into the slot. And maybe never he most are doing that little, uh, you know, the one where he goes to the sideline to draw the linebacker out. And it's just – Calls in nightmares for the defense. So I hope they lean into that because I do think Devon HN getting more touches, even Raheem Mostert, I think that would be good because, like you said, we don't need to rely on Cedric Wilson any more than we already have. Yeah, this just kind of boils back to I, I don't buy that the, the whole idea that the Dolphins need another offensive weapon. I buy that they need a lot of offensive linemen that can make everything work a little better where you can't just kind of lean into your uh, uh, three-party tricks. How many times can you make the dollar flip upside down uh, without the entire defense knowing what you're doing? And that's kind of what happened to the team this year. Um, that's why, man, I, I don't know if it's the, the big body. If the Dolphins would be happy to spend that first-round pick on someone like uh, Brian Thomas Jr., if you could kind of load up in the trenches, get like a center, and then be a maniac, and maybe someone on the edge if in the second, or if you want to move back up, that seems like the quickest, most effective way to kind of build this team forward. And two, man, if the Dolphins give two of that contract, it's going to get expensive. If you're going to give Jalen Waddle the contract, it's going to get expensive. This has only been one year. Adding another wide receiver doesn't really fit that kind of rhythm that pace the Dolphins are trying to build, where if Tua's making $50, $60 million against the salary cap, you're not going to have money to bring in massively paid wide receivers because he's going to have to carry more of the workload. Cough, cough, look at what Patrick Mahomes is doing. Disclaimer, I'm not comparing the two. No, we uh, we did compare a lot of Dolphins Twitter was compared to though a lot of, a little bit ago, right? It just seems like last year we were all our, sitting our, our most to. viewed show is titled "It Just Took One Week for Patch or Tua to Match Patch Mahomes and MVP Odds." <laughs> oh man, that's that's amazing! I, I love it, absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I don't know where they go from here, Jake. And I honestly, I like what you said how you don't know that they necessarily need another offensive player because I think it was a few pods ago when we were with Merrick, he said something about bringing in another weapon for two, and I just kind of almost scoffed at the idea because the guy is Jalen Waddle and he has Tyree kill. I mean, wh what more do you truly need to take it to the next level? I mean, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes or Bruna face and we know what type of weapons he's executed with. So um, whatever it is, man, they got to figure it out. I feel like our window is slowly starting to close. And I just feel like that sunken, you know, defeat and that de desperate desperation just starting to sink in. So, um, dude, we got a long way though, before the season starts and I'm just glad to be able to sit here and talk about the Dolphins. Right this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.